to FestiCast, everyone. My name is Noe. This is Dana. What's up? It's Reckless. Today we have a really awesome special guest today. Um, hi, I'm Marissa Sanchez. Marissa Sanchez, it's so good to have you on the show today. Um, do you want to tell us, tell everyone what you, what you do? We all know what you do, but... <laughs> um, I'm a hooper and an aspiring festival performer. Oh, I love it. I love it. And you have like... Uh, like a page and everything too that everyone can find you on. Um, yes, I have a Facebook performance page. It's uh, Marissa Sanchez Performing Artists, and then my Instagram it's uh, Stellar Mars S T E L L A R M A R Z. I like it. So, what first uh, got you interested in hooping? Like, have you tried any other things before then, or? Um. Well, uh, my boyfriend, Cody, he's a glover, he's a cardist, and then we first started dating, started taking me out to, like, uh, local shows and stuff, and I started seeing a lot of the flow arts, and then um, one day I was online, and I was on BuzzFeed, and there was actually, like, a photo series about hooping, and I was like, oh, I have to get into that. <laughs> what are the flow arts? Can you, like, define that for us? Um, The flow arts... What all does that involve? Because I know there's just, like, a ton of different kinds, right? Oh, yeah. There's a lot. Um, honestly, you can make anything into a floor. Like, I've seen people um, flow with, like, hangers. Really? Or, like, hangers? Or, How like, with lanyards. Um, oh. Um, basically, you just take, like, an, an object and you manipulate it and you keep it in sync with your body. And you achieve a state called flow where your mind and your body, like, move as one. Mm-hmm. But there's all different types of floors, but the floors have been around for a very long time. Like, Poi started in, like, I think the Samoan Islands, and then, um, according to, like, Hooping.org, Hooping's been around for a while. I think it was around um, during the Greek times, but um, the modern Hooping movement started around the 90s um, when the string cheese, string cheese incident started throwing, like, hula hoops into the crowds. And um, it's been around for a long time, but um, if you go on hooping.org, there's hooping communities literally all over the world. Like, you'll find hoopers everywhere. That's so cool. Okay. All right. I don't want to offend you, but, like, I thought hula hoops died out after, like, I don't know. There was, like, a craze where, like, everyone was hula hooping for a long time. It was, like, the the 40s, the 50s. Like, whenever it was, like, I don't know, whenever it was a thing, they're like, oh, this is, like, good for exercise or whatever. And then, like, okay, you have one as a kid. And then, like, but no, it's, like bigger now maybe than it's ever been i feel like it's and it's gotten a lot more technical too like people like light their hoops on fire they've got Mm -hmm. some that are like changing colors and things like that some of them have like spelling out messages and things like that i don't know i just i think it's so fascinating i've gotten to do like you know a couple of days worth of research on this but like i don't know i just i think it's fascinating so how do you think it's evolved over time um it's evolved quite a bit i mean um I guess what you're talking about, how it started in the 40s or 50s, I guess that was when, like, uh, colonialism started happening. Like, when you moved to Hawaii, they saw um, hula hoopers there, and then they're like, oh, we can make this, too. And then they're really cheap to make, so everybody started buying yeah. hula hoops. But um, then it became, like, like, the new fitness craze. Oh, yeah, um, especially with, like, the weighted hula hoops and the bunch of videos that came out. Because, yeah, you can um, lose a lot of weight. I mean, when I first started hooping, I lost about uh, 20 pounds. Oh, wow. Wow. I need to pick that up. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> Does it work for the arms, too? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, like, very um, consistent movement. And the more moves you learn, the more technical it gets. And you can definitely um, get a very, very, very good workout. Okay. So, but beyond, like, it being a really awesome workout, it also looks cool. Like, I watched a couple of videos, like, yours and other people's videos. And I was like, 
man, like my body doesn't move that smoothly in, in general, but like, it was fascinating to see how many different ways you could hula hoop. Cause I'm like, Oh look around an arm, around a neck, around the hips. Like mm-hmm. that's, that's all I can come up with. But no, there's like all kinds of rolls and kind I of like the, like the, like you go from like up and down, like I guess across, I don't know anything about it. But it looks so it. cool. I, I can act it out, but like the mic can't pick that up. It yeah. just kind of looks like a way, like <laughs> almost like water to me. Like it's just so fluid and so pretty. And I don't know. What would you, what advice would you give to someone who's very intimidated, I guess, of like hooping? Because it looks really hard and, you know, people just get discouraged just by watching it. But what would you say? Um, I would just say be patient, be positive about it. I mean, I'm a person who has not come from like cheerleading or like dance experience. And I was not athletic at all when I was younger. I mean, definitely when I first started, I was very, very sore for about two months. But um, I just kept with it. And then um, there's some tricks that do get frustrated. And there's some tricks I'm learning now that I barely started learning a year ago. And I'm still trying to figure it out. But I think as long as you're positive about it, you'll get it. Yeah. You have that stick to it attitude that Mm -hmm. I think will help you that really like kind of achieve the goals that you're getting at. So what do you actually do in order to learn new moves? Do you like have a teacher or do you like go to classes for hooping or do you like consult YouTube? What are your resources for that? Um, I definitely, um, cause I'm from Lubbock, Texas, and there's not a lot of, um, I don't think there's any hooping classes available. I mean, since, uh, digital age, it's very, um, easy to find hoop tutorials now, especially like there's a lot more hoopers around because of the rave and the EDM community. So there's definitely a lot more tutorials online now. There's even, um, Facebook pages and uh, Instagram pages that will, are dedicated to tutorials like, um, infinite circles tutorials galore and there's my favorite on instagram is uh, tips for flow and um there's some like pretty um, influential hoopers that like are asked by that page to teach tutorials that's super neat do they have like a like a starter hoop or like a like equipment to get you up and going no he's making a list <laughs> yeah um, <laughs> it's really birthday wish list here we yeah. go um there are some um i know the spinsters have like um a beginner hoop a lot of um a lot of shops have a lot of beginner hoops the spinsters well. yeah i like the spinsters one of my favorite companies they're based in uh portland i believe uh-huh are they old ladies please tell me they're like old ladies <laughs> <at> hoop. um <laughs> From what I see on their Instagram, I think it's actually, like, an older guy that started it. Oh, really? That's fat. Okay, I'm going to have to do some more research, too. That's really interesting. I was really hoping it was, like, some really old lady that's like, oh, yeah, I'm, like, 79 and I hoop. Like, that was what I was hoping for. Okay, but that's really cool still. Um, so tell us, where have you performed? Um, I'm mostly a freelance. I mostly, like, perform, like, um, at, like, local clubs and, and – in uh, the Levy, Texas area, like, you know, like level, like Kongs, those are like the more common um, clubs that allow floor arts. I mean, I guess once you like move past like where I'm from, it is harder. But like, I really like going to um, festivals that allow um, hoopers like Lights on Night, um, like Middlelands. Um, I haven't really gotten an official performance yet, but I did uh, fill out the application for Backwoods. And um, hopefully whenever the elements, the application view four opens up, I'll try to sign up for that one as well. Um, but my, um, I guess like the only real official performance I've had was for a kids camp in Lubbock. It was um, a fitness camp. It was for uh, Results Fitness. It's like this new kids gym that opened up in my area. And it was pretty cool. 
That's super neat. So what's the process of actually applying to perform at a big show like that, at a big, um, like, a festival? Um, one thing about performing, um, most of the time festival hoopers do not get paid. <laughs> so um, You just get all access. Like, you get the best view. <clears throat> oh, right? yeah, like... The exposure. You, you get exposure. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah definitely. Worst. That's that's yeah. one of the main things again. It's like, oh, we're paying you an exposure. Yeah. Like, yeah, exposure um, pays the bills, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, it's really hard um, for festival performers. Most of the time it is for free, but they'll pay for your camping ticket, your camping pass, and your ticket. And I know Electric Forest gives you meal vouchers, so that's probably the best. But I think if you go through like an official company like Lady L Entertainment or Extraordinary Arts, they will pay you. So it's better to go through like a real um a real company to try to become some of those some of the ones that I have seen I'm not sure if this falls into the flow arts but like I've seen like tight tight rope walkers that perform like going from stage to stage and I hope that they get paid because they're risking their lives yeah (laughs) like that is dangerous and it's like oh I'm just up here for the best view like hi they (laughs) got about tomorrow man here's the drop (laughs) (laughs) the explosion was worth it Too much bass. Oh, God. <laughs> Too much bass. So, uh, performing at festivals, if you had, like, your dream festival that you could perform at, which one would that be? Um, Honestly, Electric Forest, because um, getting into the Electric Forest Hoop Troop is very selective, and it's um you do have to prove, like, you're really good. But, like, once you get into Electric Forest Hoop Troop, like, it's really good to put on a resume. It's really good. To say, because anywhere like, oh, you've been in Electric Force Hoop Troop, like you're a big deal. So mm-hmm. that's definitely like one of my dreams to be part of Electric Force Hoop Troop. Yeah. So you make it into Electric Forest and you're, you're it. That's it. You're VIP now. You can go <laughs> anywhere, cool. right? <laughs> so do you have a particular artist that's your favorite to like perform to? Or a particular song? Um, I really like hooping to um, Elenium, definitely. Yeah. Elenium's really easy. Um. I try to expand my genres. Um, lately, I've been listening to a lot of Liquid, Stranger, and uh, Space hey. Jesus. Nice. Is it hard to, like, with some certain types of music to, I guess, try to figure out how to go with the song? Oh, yes. Like, especially, like, um, like hard style or oh, something yeah. that, like, um, <laughs> like Skrillex, that's very, like, it changes, like, every two minutes. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's really even, hard to keep up with. I can't even keep up with the beat. That. Have you ever tried to do it to know. house? To house? Oh, yeah. Um, I feel like very, um, like, genres like that, it's easy. Like, things that you can, like, predict easier. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. You can uh, match your moves. Oh, yeah. That's super cool. Yeah, no, um, I think somebody would get hurt if you were trying to, like, hoop, with, like, in a crowd in, like, hard style. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> sorry, over there, like, sorry. I don't even know what to do. Like, to, like, violently, like, trying to do everything. <laughs> I would just be, like, holding it and just be, like... <laughs> like, just like wheels on the bus style like this is the best I can do yeah I don't know like even trying to like do it like around your hips I feel like would be hard because you just gotta like put a motor on it I don't know <laughs> I can't keep up uh. I don't know I hope we're not making you uncomfortable we just have no skills like no. your skills are unfathomable and I think that it's it's really it's really impressive yeah, we're podcasters the easiest thing you can do yeah <laughs> we just sit and talk to people who can do cool things we are very intrigued by everyone who can do everything that we can't. So, <laughs> so what, is it, what is it like showing up to an event or a festival or, you know, any show with your hoop? Like, do a lot of people engage you? Um, definitely people who um, haven't seen hooping will be like, oh, like, why do you have a hula hoop? 
<laughs> and I'm like, oh, um, I guess you haven't <laughs> come to this type of thing before. But I'm like, I'm a, I'm a performer, mm-hmm. you know. And of course, like people, um, if they don't know what it is, they'll kind of look at you like you're, um, like you're stupid. Like, oh, why do you have a hula hoop? Because I guess you know, it's a, ch- it's a child, it was a children's toy, and they're like, oh, like why are you like spending this time on, mm-hmm. you know, learning how to hula hoop, or why are you spending this much, this much money on a hula hoop? Yeah. How much Maybe are it's because, like, you need your own personal space. I'd, like, put one around me and be like, this is my space bubble. <laughs> do not come any closer to me than this, like, hula hoop allows. Yeah. Like, that would be my, like, why do you have a hula hoop? Because I don't want you near me. <laughs> I want you sweating on me. I want your glitter on me. Like, I need my space. Like, you see that video where people have, like, that own personal space maker. And it's literally, like, yeah. a little thing that just sticks out. Yeah. It's like a hula hoop, but with, like, straps. Like, yeah. straps over the shoulder that's, like... Like for blind dogs. Yes. <laughs> okay. So there's many uses for hula hoops. Practical and beautiful. Yeah. I like go. the beautiful use for it. Yeah. So is uh, hooping an expensive flow arts hobby? Or I guess uh, hobby's not really a right word for it. Depends on like the, person. Guess, the equipment and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, well, practice hoops, like just regular uh, well, not necessarily regular hoops, like about Walmart, but like specialty hoops. Um, regular poly pros, if they're bare, they're probably around twenty to twenty-five dollars, and depending where you're getting from, you're gonna have to pay for shipping. But for like tape tubes that are real nice and like well taped, they can range around um, about forty, fifty. But I know there's like some influential hoopers, like my favorite is Dances with Circles, and she has her own shop, but. She has some tape tubes that are like around 60, 70 because, you know, it's made by her. Mm-hmm. But once you get into LEDs, they definitely do get a lot pricier. I mean, my smart hoop is the Future Hoop uh, Pro. Um, no, um, <laughs> my Future Hoop Featherweight. And it was a... Uh, Four hundred and thirty dollars. Oh my god! Does it like change colors as you're using it? Oh uh, yeah, it comes with. Um, I paid an extra one hundred dollars for um the remote, um that helps me customize the colors. And there's also a travel one that like controls the brightness. It moves into the next mode. But yeah, it has a lot of patterns. Um, you can customize the patterns. And lately, they came out with a new hoop that's getting released in uh, January called the Future Hoop Designer. And you're actually going to be able to make your own patterns. Wow. That's super cool. That it's really amazing. Cool. That's amazing because then you can make it, you know, reflect whatever kind of mood you're in, whatever kind of um, visuals mm-hmm. you want to kind of give off. That's so neat. Mm-hmm. I didn't think that it was so customizable. But here's my my re- really serious question here: Do they have some that you can set on fire? Um, there's they have wicks oh, okay. um, that you attach to the hoop. Like I recently bought some fire wicks to start learning fire hooping, but my my wicks were on sale, so I got them for $22 each, and I bought five. Uh-huh. But there's some companies that, like, uh, sell them for, like, $30 each. So, um, so this is just one part of the hoop that you, like, set aflame? Oh, uh, yeah. Um, they're, like, little clamps. You, like, screw them in, and then um, you have to make sure it's spaced out. Depending on how many wicks you have, um, you just you have to s- screw it in really tight so they don't fall. And then... Um, you just set those wicks on fire. Wow. Have you ever put sparklers on them instead? Um, I have not. I've seen it online. Oh, okay. I, have not. <laughs> I, I just totally made that up. I didn't know that that was a thing, but I really would like the idea of having like a sparkler skirt. Like yeah. I would hula hoop for that reason. I would try it for that reason. Just to like, have, oh like, God, a- it's on my shirt. My shirt's on fire. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't know. It just sounds really fun. Um, you have to make sure you're not wearing anything like specific items that could be flammable. Oh, uh, yes. Um, you have to wear only natural fibers like cotton, hemp, leather. I mean, denim's pretty hard to set. But you can't wear any, any type of loose clothing. Um, you can't wear anything like that cute. Like, um, like I guess, um, like really pretty um, leggings or like booty shorts because like certain uh, materials when they're um, they can melt on your skin you can get a uh, really bad burns but so yeah you have to wear something that's really tight and that's like natural like no cotton tassels. like denim yeah. yeah no tassels no capes <laughs> nope that would be no okay. hairspray no hairspray <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You definitely like I mean I'm a girl I, I love my hair and I, my hair's purple and I have a lot of chemicals in my hair so mm-hmm. I like I definitely have to put my hair in a beanie or I'm gonna have to like put my hair in space buns or braids just to make sure right. they're away from the fire. Oh my goodness. Yeah, yeah. I bet space buns are like a godsend for that. So what are your goals for the future in terms of where you see your work going from now? Like you said you wanted to perform in a couple of different shows, but like, do you see yourself doing this for a long time? Oh yes. Um, well, right now I'm trying to just finish um, getting my bachelor's degree. I'm graduating in May at Texas Tech. Um, but after that, I'll definitely spend more time trying to hoop. I'll probably try I would like to get like a residency mm-hmm. at a club and so I can regularly perform for them and maybe they can pay me or I'll try to get into uh, a company like I said like extraordinary arts Lady L Entertainment Lady L Entertainment is actually based in Houston and they actually hire out their performers to lights all night so I definitely would like to be a part of a group like that or perform for a few festivals and um, I also would like to get my hoop teaching certificate so I can be able to teach officially. So um, I think that's probably my goals. That would be so cool to teach. <laughs> would you also want to learn like other kinds of flow arts to teach as well? Uh, yes. Um, I mean, a lot of, I mean, hooping is a fairly cheap flow art compared to like others. I would like to learn um, fire fans or like a lira or silks. Um, and I actually tried out uh, palm torches about a month or two ago, so I definitely would like to get um, my own pair of palm torches. What is that? Yeah. Um, it's, I know what the fans are. I know what some of those other things are, but, like, yeah, what is that? Um, palm torches, they're basically, um, like, little wicks are, like, you put on the back of your hand, and it's very interpretive. Like, I don't necessarily think you can, like, learn anything specific, but it's kind of, like... Dance with fire. I mean, especially if you know how to like tut. I mean, I don't know how to tut, but you can make uh, palm torches look really good. Mm-hmm. But I think palm torches are really pretty, and um, they're they're cheaper than a lot of fire floor arts. Like I found some palm torches for like forty bucks online. That's worth trying. Yeah. That's like a good. Okay, this is a reasonable amount to spend on something I may or may not like. Yeah, that's good, and I bet it does look really pretty. So you like to be kind of like a jack of all trades when it comes to performing arts. Oh yeah, and it definitely does um, make you more marketable if you know more than one thing. Mm-hmm. So um, more festivals or like more people will hire you out. Like oh, I I know more know more things than just hoops, but you can have like a specialty. Definitely. Um, Hooping's the one I know the most about compared to like everything else. That's so cool. <laughs> Who would oh be gosh. your uh, biggest inspiration when it comes to performing arts or hooping or any of the stuff? Do you have someone that you look up to? Uh, definitely. Um, my favorite hoopers are um, Dance of the Circles or Rachel Sullivan, uh, Taylor Flows, Gab Flow, and uh, Devin Zimmer. She actually. Um, um, is from San Antonio, and she's like a performer, and I, I know she's like performed for like for um, lights all night and a bunch of diff- different places. 
and all that. And it's cool because um, she's from San Antonio and she's not that far from me. And um, a lot of these supers, I mean, because like, like for Gabflo example, she's 18. Oh, she wow. just graduated high school and she's already like in a hoop troupe. Um, she's already sponsored by the Spinsters, and that's one of like the most respected um, companies in the hooping game. So that's that's definitely awesome. I wish I had hooping when I was eighteen. Yeah, that's insane. That's super cool that she's like already so involved. But that's like I don't know. I guess that's the goal, right? Like you can you can definitely work your way to like get there. Okay, is there such thing as a square hoop? Square hoop. Um, that's kind of yes. a weird question, but I feel like that's. That should be a thing. Uh, I, yes. I mean, I've seen some heart-shaped hoops. I've seen some star-shaped hoops. I mean, you can't do everything with it, but I feel like it is more of a showmanship thing. Like, oh, I'm, I'm hooping with a star. I'm hooping with a heart. Uh-huh. I mean, you can do some things, but you won't be able to do a lot of things. Because definitely with circles, they flow with their, your body easier. Oh, sure. Oh, sure. I just think it'd be really neat to be, like, the one person that's like, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I can do a square. <laughs> like, you think you're cool with your circles, but I'm, I've got four corners. i got like, a triangle. Oh, oh. And then, like, when you're done playing, you can just beat on it. Like, ding, yeah. ding, ding. I don't know. I don't know if that would be, like, an instrument Like, more hand. cowbell. Yes. Do oh, dance to, like, cowbell. That. She likes to show off, pretty much. <laughs> pretty I just much. like to be a little bit different. Like, there's, like, normal, and then there's, like, 15 degrees off. Yeah. Normal, and that's where I like no, to there's be. normal, and then there's Dana. <laughs> I ask all the funny questions, though. That's why, they, that's why they pay me the no bucks. The no bucks. Um, so, do you believe... You seem you're so sweet and so positive, but do you honestly think anyone can, can hoop? Like, given enough time and patience and effort... Yes, actually. I mean, like I mentioned earlier, like I came from no ballet or dance or gymnastic experiences. A lot of hope hoopers do come from experiences like that. And yeah, you have an advantage, but like um, I didn't have any of that. Like I sucked at every sport. I can't honestly, like if you take away my hoop for me, I can't dance. Like, I can't even shuffle. <laughs> I'm, I'm a bad raver, I guess. But um, I can't shuffle. Either, I look like a mess. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I do believe if you want to learn, if you be positive about it, if you want to put the time in, anybody can learn it. Because I feel like people get very discouraged about learning things easily. I mean, hooping is the only thing I stuck with. I mean, I tried guitar. I've tried theater, and it never really stuck out. But I was like, oh, I'm going to make sure hooping works. And, I mean... It's hard not to get intimidated because you're on Instagram and then all these girls are doing all these crazy, you know, cool tricks. I'm like, I won't be able to do that. But you kind of have to think, well, maybe eventually I'll do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's You just needed to find the right instrument, the right prop. Yes. Yeah. And now that you've, pre- like, now that you've found it, you're just like, oh, yeah, this is my thing. I found it. That's good. Do you have a favorite memory so far of being a performer? Um, yes. Um, when I first got my uh, future hoop, I went to go see a uh, loud pack in, uh, my, in my town in Lubbock. And, uh, there was these, um, strippers, <laughs> um, <laughs> All right. from Jaguars and they just come out to promote, try to get people to come to the club afterward. And, um, I thought they were, they were like, Hey, um, do your thing. We're going to surprise you. And I was like, okay, I thought they were going to buy me a drink, but I was hooping. They started throwing dollar bills at me. Oh, yeah. They gave me about $15, but I was really confused. I was like, 
I thought they were kidding, but then they like picked up my money for me around me. And they're like, oh, this is for you. Um, keep doing what you're doing. So I was like, oh, this is really cool. And I guess when strippers tip you, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know you're doing yeah. something right. Well, that is, a, that is a really funny story. And that's really great that you can like look back at that moment and be like, all right, all right, I'm doing something right. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah, that's so cool. So did you grow up in Lubbock? Uh, yes. Um, I lived in a really small town about 20 minutes away from there called Lorenzo. But, um, Is that north or south or east or west? Uh, I'm, I'm bad at direction. It's a very Texas-y question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm from Midland. Is it over yonder? Uh, like, moving from Oklahoma, like, uh, usually we're just like, oh, it's an hour away or something like that. Everyone's like, north, south, east, west, northeast, southeast. Like, <laughs> hour away from here is Dallas. Like, that's it. <laughs> I don't know. It can also be Gainesville. Um, yeah. My sister lives in Plainsville. <laughs> okay. Or Plains, Plain, Plainview? Plainview. Plainview? Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm... I think I believe it's east of Lubbock. It's about twenty minutes east of Lubbock. Okay, okay. cool. That's neat. Yeah, West Texas, West Texas. Like it's <laughs> it's, it's a thing. You got to know where you are. I've anyway. never been to Lubbock, but can you tell me if you notice whenever you perform in Lubbock versus coming to something like Lights All Night and perform? Is there any difference in like the people or the vibe or anything, or is it the same? Um, I definitely do think uh, performing is very different. I mean, just because Dallas has more people and there's more different types of people. Um, I guess performing in Lubbock really, really depends. I mean, the rape community is very small. It's very, um, it's a very niche group compared to here. Like, I mean, here, I guess it's more, it's more popular. Mm-hmm. And in Lubbock, it's more like of a, of a counterculture because... Because in the city, you know, there's so many people, there's so many different types of groups. In Lubbock, that's fairly um, conservative. and uh, Country. Yeah, oh yeah, like, there's a lot more. If you like country music and you like to drink, like, definitely Lubbock is there, but, like, Hub yeah. <laughs> City, Hub <laughs> City. So, like, go. the EDM community, does pretty much everyone know everyone in uh, Lubbock? Oh, definitely. Um, you definitely see a lot of the same same faces at the club, or, like, you see people, but, like, oh, I know you, because you, you go to Level, you go to Kong's. Mm-hmm. Or whatever. I mean, I mean, one time uh, we went to Raising Cane's, and then there was somebody like, "Oh, do you go to Kong's?" I'm like, "Yes, we do go to Kong's." Oh, come see me, um, DJ. Um, this one night. Um, here's half off your meal. <laughs> cool. Oh, nice. Those perks. I mean, that's better than exposure. Like, you should just totally. You should totally get down I'd to the countryside and just be the Howdy Hooper. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. And like I know people <laughs> when I go to the rec at tag people, I mean I have a hoop huggy. They probably think it's like some weird purse thing and now it holds my holds my hoops. That's <laughs> so cool. I, I think that's pretty. cute. Does everyone have something like that? Uh or is that something that you found? I think there's some people who have it, but definitely um, my hoop huggy is something that's pretty um you should have. I wish it was it's like, like you have a lot. Just like looking at it, I wish it was a little bit tighter because then you could just like wear it like a skirt. <laughs> yeah. And then like you just have your hoop on you and then you can just can take you it off. Can you get attachments like, for it? For a hoop? Um, I think you can make your own. You can get like a keychain and then you can just um, put your hoop in it and then you can put it around the loop of your jeans or the loop of your backpack. All right. I like that. That's pretty cool. I feel like they should have one that like pops out like a light, like one of those lightsabers. Like you know how it just kind of forms itself. Like you can you just can get like a button and then you can wrap it around yourself, like slap it around you, like oh, look at the slap bracelet. Yes. <laughs> okay. Like in the nineties, but hoop. It's really so, cool. We're gonna give you a business idea. Right. <laughs> the slap bracelet hula hoop. There we go. There we go. You just kind of go smack, and then it just because then you can turn it into a whip and like do a lot of cool things with it, and then also. Stabs back into a 
I think it's kind of cool. It could work. It could also really suck. I don't know. But uh, whenever they ship hoops to you, do they, like, put it in just a really big box? Um, They coil it down where it's smaller and it fits, like, in a... I guess it is a bigger box. It's, like, about a pizza about a pizza box. Oh, okay. Um, I just wondered. I didn't know if you could break it or, like, shrink it or move it or anything. I mean, you just, like, take the connection apart and then you just, like... Um, fold it into like a smaller circle and then you ship it i mean oh, i've seen like people. i guess some on instagram where they'll just like leave the hoop in its circle form and they'll just like uh just wrap it up really good but that hasn't happened to me yeah that's interesting i know probably I not everyone cares about the shipping method of hoops but yeah, it's really easy I care. to get damaged yeah oh yeah. Um, yeah yeah working at ups uh yeah i can say easy to get damaged <laughs> if it's like that yeah not taken yeah. care of yeah oh yeah wow Okay, so I'm like, I feel like the physics meme right now where I'm like Julia Roberts, like looking into the distance, like trying to add up all the numbers. <laughs> How does it even shrink down into like a pizza? I don't, I don't understand it. Well, that's, it comes apart and then it folds in, um, I guess. Uh, yeah, there's like a connection that like connects the hoop and then you just, um, you fold it, I guess, into a smaller circle and then you connect it at that other end just so it's smaller. Mm-hmm. Oh, and then okay. um, I use pretty... Fairly small hoops, so it's not that hard to um to to coil them down. Okay. And then it's and then you have to like coil them down, especially for for travel if you're gonna fly on an airplane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For is it do you choose different sizes for the hoops depending on like body type or height or just by preference? Um, I do think body type does have a has um some sort of a factor because I know like maybe um. A thirty inch is big for me, but it might be like small for somebody who's like maybe like five ten, five eleven. I use mostly um, sizes uh, twenty four to twenty six, and that's pretty small. But I guess for somebody who's like five ten, five eleven, that's really small for them. But those feel normal for me. It'd be hard to get it from your legs to the top of your hand. Mm-hmm. Got up like that. Too. That's really, especially in all the places like, you know, going from like the outside of the leg to the inside of the leg to back outside of the leg, like all the way up to your arm. And like, I don't know, I guess you'd have to like know how, what feels most comfortable. So that's really neat. That's, I'm, this is so fascinating. I'm so excited that we have gotten to talk to you a little bit about this and learn a little bit more about hooping. Um, oh, I, that's all I've got. Did that's you get a, did you uh, get a design Persona? today? No, I, I didn't because... <laughs> telling you, howdy, Hooper. Going it with the whole country stuff, okay? There's a lot of country in Lubbock, all right? A whole lot. You go to the country bars, you come up in a country outfit, get the boots and the plaid on, you go with it. Oh, so it's the howdy, Hooper, and then you go with it. Like, you know, you know awesome. That'd be like a little side project. It'd be fun. I, I, I think it'd be fun. I would do that if I knew how to hoop. <laughs> howdy, Hooper. I think after you say that, though, I really like how it uh, goes together. Could you right? Just, like, it just rolls off so... the tongue. You can the just, tongue. like, use, like, a lasso and, like, starch the heck out of it until it forms. Like, yeah, make it look like it's rope. Yeah. That would be so funny. Oh, that my gosh. That would be awesome. Throwing you down can have, like, like, some really cute, like, space cowgirl outfit, too. There you go. Yeah. Make it, yeah. like, mix it with the EDM and the cowboy stuff. Yeah. <laughs> space cowboy. Mix yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I make bad house music. I got on cowboy boots right now. It can be done. I promise. The howdy hooper. <laughs> the howdy hooper. 
<laughs> I'll even make the intro for you. For real, I'm he not playing. Some pretty good intros too. He did our uh, festival forecast one yes. for this season, which is pretty good. Anyway, this is so cool. I um, just, I wish I knew more about it. So, have you? Okay, so if you did something other than hooping in the flow arts, what would it be? Hmm. Um. I know. Honestly, you I would like the lira. Yeah. Because I mean. Liras are very, very expensive. I mean, in Lubbock, there's not, like, aerial gyms. Like, I mean, I'm planning to move here, and I know there's um, aerial gyms here, so. Mm-hmm. But to get your own Lyra, you're going to have to pay for the individual hoop. That will probably be about 200 Then you have to get a rigging that, like, um, um, that hangs that hangs from it, and that's probably going to be, like, about an extra 300 to $500. I would really like to get into Lyra. Yeah. Um, it's just, like, aerial hoop. Yeah, there's lots of places you can take silks classes around here, though. That is something that I'm uh, going to do. Silks? Silks, yeah. I'm hoping to sign up for that sometime soon. So, Um, I have one last question for you, actually. Um, Do you like to play games? Yeah, I like to play games. (laughs) We like to play games. Our games on this show most recently have not been that friendly. (laughs) (laughs) Not last episode. Sorry. But I had to get Ryan back, you know. Pickle soda. I figured the worst thing that I could do is uh, bring a bean boozle in and have to lose twice for me. But, you know. Um, So this game is a lot more user-friendly. I call it action. So basically, I'm going to give you an artist's name. And you can kind of tell us what movie that they would be. Okay. So it's like, I mean, I guess one example I could give is like Dead Mouse would probably be an exterminator movie. I don't know. <laughs> the <But>. Terminator Exterminator. <laughs> the Terminator Exterminator. I've got this game. So um, something pretty fun like that. Um, so the first one I'm going to give you, we'll start with Dana, if that's okay. Ready. You ready? So the first one is Bleep Bloop. Oh. Okay. <laughs> All right. Bleep, bleep. Do you have it ready, or you want to you want to design it a little bit? I want to design go? it, and I want Ryan to go. Ryan, right. Bleep Bloop is totally a it's a movie, right? Yeah. Okay, it's a movie about a uh, like pirate radio kind of. You know what I'm talking about? Pirate radio. So pirate radio used to be really big in like the UK, and it used to be on like boats and stuff, and it was pretty much like kind of what like DJs do now you play whatever you want 24 7 mm-hmm. but you, none of the royalties go to the artists okay so you know that's why the radio stations were all shutting it down blah 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 blah, blah. Mm-hmm. anyway um pirate radio so it's like a person pretty much setting up their own radio station and something crazy some wild adventure happens like I don't know it's just something wild like happens chased by the FBI yeah something like that the like, is trying to shut them down yeah trying to shut down bleep bloop <laughs> That's the radio show name is Bleep Bloop. I like it. I like it. I would watch that movie. I like it. It's definitely a different idea than I had going on, (laughs) but it's it's good. Do you have an idea of what a Bleep Bloop movie would be about? Hmm. (laughs) Phil, I don't know. I guess when I hear Bleep Bloop, maybe like something a little bit more sci-fi, like 2001s. Or Space Odyssey, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> See, that's kind of more. Well, I have like a, um, like maybe like a Gundam mm. type thing. Maybe like robots fighting in space. You know, <laughs> anime type stuff. It's kind of the vibe I got. Dana is aggressively drawing over there. Blue Blue is totally an anime name. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like I just picture being an anime. Okay. Nineteen fifty. The Blob. 
<laughs> the blob? But the bleep bloop. Oh my gosh, there's a picture. <laughs> it's like freaking... Like an angry Pac-Man. It's yeah. an angry like Pac-Man, <laughs> but it's a bleep bloop. And it's, it's like, like the blob, but he's like eating people and like knocking over <laughs> buildings. But he's absorbing them like a gelatinous cube. Yes. <laughs> oh my god, that is voice. He's got, a, he's got a person in his little bleep bloop. He just absorbs them all? Yeah, and, like, and they just kind of float around inside of him like this. What color is he? For some reason, I picture him being blue. He's green. Right? No, I thought blue, like a light blue. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know He's why. green like snot. It's, gonna be one of no. the, it's one of the ghosts from Pac-Man. <laughs> He's green like snot. It's a backstory for one of the ghosts on Pac-Man. Yeah. Bleep <laughs> blue. I like it. Bleep blue. But if we use like Bleep Blue's logo, he could put like a bunch of eyeballs on him though because yeah. he's like, yeah, like the shirts with like lots of eyes and stuff like that. Yeah, that could happen. You could have more eyes. We yeah. can work on that. I like this it. Is, this is just a prototype. Rough draft. Rough draft. Yeah. You know. <laughs> um, the next one on my list is uh, Diplo. I feel like it'd be like a Miami Vice type of thing. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I mean, because Diplo seems very like suave, uh-huh. might be dangerous, so like maybe Miami Vice, yeah, like, fiction type of vibe. Diplo oh, is modern day dirty dancing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I wanted him to be a pizza man. <laughs> I just pictured him like Diplo's pizza delivery God. service. Maybe because it reminds me of Domino's. Get the pepperoni. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like some sad guy who's like been struggling all his life. He's like, I just want to get out of this pizza shop, man. And he strikes it rich in the pizza of his own. <laughs> the bubble butt pizza. Oh my God. Yeah, he just like pulls one out of the oven and it's just like well formed, you know? Bubble butt. Bubble, bubble. It's like, I struck it. It's too hot. I can't touch it. It's on fire. God. I don't know. That's what I, that's what I got out of this. What do you What do you have, Dana? You're not ready for this. I'm oh not gosh. ready for this. Okay, you've seen the 1990s movie Multiplicity. You've watched the documentary Big Love and watched Sister Wives. Now it's time for Diplo. Oh my god. <laughs> One man, three wives. Oh, wow. <laughs> He's fairly attractive. <laughs> he could have three wives. <laughs> okay, so I uh, changed the one that I had previously um, because you mentioned his name earlier. Um, Alinium. What would Alinium be? Oh, I feel like it'd be like a John Green type of maybe, you know, makes you, you know, makes you feel good. Yeah. <laughs> at the end of the day, just without the sadness at the end. <laughs> I feel like a romantic feelsy yeah. type thing. I don't know. Like the notebook without the sad ending. Yeah, but like cute <laughs> and fun. Alinium is uh, like the room and it's about a man who can't pronounce pronounce aluminum right. <laughs> <laughs> so he works in a aluminum factory, Wait, and it's the worst movie you've factory. ever seen, because the whole movie, he just pronounces, yeah, we can aluminum factory, it's the whole movie. Wait, wait, is he British? Is it aluminum? No, it's literally just... Uh, alu- well, I don't even remember how he said Alinium. it. Alinium. Yeah, I work at an alinium factory, yeah. and that's just the whole thing. He's like, yeah, I make alinium cans. I make this the whole time, just talking nonstop and mispronouncing. Everyone's like, you mean aluminum? No, no, no. <laughs> 
Is he like owner of this place? Or no, he, he just works, works there. there. <laughs> okay. And it kind of like follows his like life, like day to day life. But everyone just just like it's aluminum, and that's like ninety percent of the movie is just focused on his not calling it right. I like it. You can make a drinking game to that too. I am so down. <laughs> Anything drinking, I think you're down for, right? What you trying to say? Uh, you really like the pickle soda last <laughs> few episodes ago. Reckless sometimes comes in liquid form. True. <laughs> We're making reckless vodka. It's gonna happen. This is true. My potato filled. It's gonna be in the shape of an R. I'm just, so down. That would be really hard to pour out, actually. So. Uh, oh God. <laughs> it's going everywhere. <laughs> I am showing my age, but um, this movie was inspired by the 1999 release of the Backstreet Boys Millennium <laughs> album. Oh! Okay, but in 30 years when they do the 3D live upstage, like, re-performance when half of them are probably, like, held together by prosthetics, the <laughs> M is gonna fall off the screen and it's gonna be Millennium. Oh! I like it! <laughs> Drop the pen. Quietly. There you go. (laughs) I like it. I like it. I like all of the uh, responses. Um, Unfortunately, with this game, I don't really know. I guess we could have pointed out who wins the round. You know, I think she wins just for participating. (laughs) Just sitting down with us and having fun. Yeah. (laughs) We're such goofballs and we're super glad to have you on the show and talk with you and play with you. And this is this is fun. It's 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 learning more about hooping. Yeah. Hoop, hoop. I want to be able to, like, at least learn a couple things, bring you back on the show, and be like, am I doing it right? <laughs> no. It's just okay? not at all. I want the tiniest hoop, like a bangle sized hoop, and I can just be like, woo! <laughs> my finger, like, just, go. just pass this it is my desk forth. hoop. Like, yeah. This is all I do. This is the hooping right here. Like, and then, woo! It's something I've always wanted to try, so I find it, like, cool to get an insight of someone who does it and wants to do it professionally, too, so it's just really exciting. I'm just absolutely amazed at the talent it takes. Oh, do you ever do two at once? Um, yes. Um, I've practiced a little bit of doubles hooping. I'm not, I'm not amazed at it, but I definitely would like to venture more into it, but definitely on single hoop is my, is my strong suit, because, mm-hmm. um... To do double hoop, you kind of have to be handy with both hands, and I'm still trying to learn stuff with my left hand, but um, doubles definitely help, but I do want to buy my own pair of fire fans, because I hear um, they're just like half circles, Yeah. yeah. so um, definitely um, you can learn the same things, and honestly, a double hoop is very similar to like, you know, poi, to, um, to fans, I mean, they use a lot of the same moves, you know, like three beat weaves, and That's windmills, awesome. and stuff like that. Do they have like... Groups, I know Amazing Lights has, like, the, like, Glovers and orbiter, uh, orbital, uh, Orbiters um, that they, like, recruit and stuff like that, too. Do they recruit Hoopers, too, or? I don't uh, think they actually make any hoops. Not not Amazing Lights, I think they only yeah. specialize, like, in Poi, Levy One, and Clubs. Yeah. Um, Is there, I like, know th- a really popular... Hoop troop. Um, I guess depends on the area. I guess um, in Texas, um, my friend uh, Madison McBurney, she's in the Hustletown Hoopers, and they're based out in Houston. And her and her friend uh, Amy Neal, they just perform, and she actually owns her own um, uh, company um, called Mad About Hoops, and she teaches uh, kids. But she recently moved to to Denver, and I think she's trying to expand it out here. But um, I guess the most popular hoop troop I can think of is probably the Hooptown Hotties. Mm-hmm. Um, they perform all over they perform in vegas um i know they performed in a 
a mall opening in Hawaii, and they're pretty good. And there's always at the at the festivals and stuff like that. They always have really cool videos. Um, my current favorite on uh, new trip is called the Flow Dynasty. They're in Wisconsin. They're all fire performers, and they're all like really great. I, would, I really like the Flow Dynasty. <laughs> That's no, cute. Given the opportunity, I would definitely set at least one person on fire. One like if they, fire? if they, <laughs> if they gave me anything on fire, I'd just be like, la 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 la. Oh gosh, like. Oh, I thought like, you were saying that you wanted to set someone on fire. <laughs> no, I was concerned for no, a second. No, like, like I would be that person that like accidentally bumps into somebody or hits somebody with something and sets them on fire, and I'd be like, I'm so sorry. Yeah, I'm not insured. I didn't mean to do that. You might have a pencil on your eyebrows for a little while. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Anyways, <laughs> that's so cool. Well, let's uh, check out the festival forecast real quick. This is the festival forecast presented by FestiCast. We are. Impostas. <laughs> Hi. We're coming to you today with a uh, subdued festival forecast. Uh, uh, it's forecast, definitely not going to get picked up by the mic. But. The forecast for this week is a light sprinkling of several music festivals over the next few weeks. On March 16th, you can catch a very exciting show. It'll be Excision at the Southside Ballroom in Dallas <laughs> at 9 p.m. And uh, March 25th, we have... 24th and 25th, we have In Bloom Music Festival. It's not just electronic dance music. It has some rap, too. Featuring Martin Garrix, Ganja White Knight, which is apparently one artist, and Lil Dicky. There's also more at Eleanor Tensley Park, Houston, Texas. Then on April 7th, you can catch BTSM, Black Tiger Sex Machine, at Stereo Live Houston at 9 p.m. And then we have Blau on April 21st at the Lizard Lounge, Dallas, 10 p.m. Then on May 25th, you can catch the Boombox Cartel, not affiliated with any actual cartels. It's Stereo Life Houston at 9 p.m. This message brought to you by listeners like you. Okay. upcoming festival forecast and that about wraps it up for today's show do you want to tell us where we can find all of your social media definitely um i mostly post on instagram um it's going to be a stellar mars um s-t-e-l-l-a-r-m-a-r-z and i also have a facebook performance page uh, marissa sanchez performing artist and i think those are about my two main uh, main social media i have a twitter but i don't use it (laughs) (laughs) that's fair (laughs) all right thank you for uh joining us today and telling us about your experiences it's It's been amazing and i cannot wait to see you perform at uh, electric forest in the future it'll be great i'll be like i know her (laughs) yeah she was on my show i'm gonna cut cut a rug for the howdy hoover (laughs) (laughs) all right we'll catch you all next week